Welcome to Sarah Gonzalez Unfiltered. Happy Hump Day. Is it? I don't know. I'll let you decide. Uh, so some confusion continues surrounding the uh, the Kansas City Super Bowl parade shooting. Uh, remember last Friday when it happened, we had heard pretty much immediately that two juveniles had been arrested and then later on charged on gun-related and resisting arrest crimes. But, uh, you know, with the juvenile system set up to protect minors, protect their information, uh, keep everything confidential, we had very limited information on the details of these people. Now, I will mention, it's not lost on me, that uh, I seem to recall we knew Kyle Rittenhouse's name almost immediately after the event. And every leftist news organization out there had absolutely no problem not protecting his identity and going on to, you know, like ruin his life, even though he was uh, cleared at the end of the day. Just thought I would point that out. But now the system works. Now the system will keep those juveniles confidential. But two adult males, Lindell Mays and Dominic Miller, uh, have now been charged in connection to that shooting as well. And they've both been charged with second degree murder. Now, one of the men is accused of starting an argument with a group of people during the parade before he pulled out a gun and began firing, according to the charging documents. And others in the group allegedly pulled out their firearms and began shooting back. And now we know, not because you know, uh, there are a lot of mainstream media journalists doing their jobs. But now we know that the first firearm that was used was, in fact, stolen. I know you guys will be shocked to hear that. OK, so I went to CNN. It, I, it, I felt like I needed a shower just from like t- t- typing in CNN.com. I was like, Ugh. I went to MSNBC I need a, a second shower. I went to NBC News. I need a third shower. I went to a bunch of these leftist mainstream media outlets to see. I thought, surely they should be posting this all over their websites. Surely, after constantly platforming lawmakers and watching people like Joe Biden himself call for gun control after every single event like this, they call for an assault weapons ban. Surely, the fact that the gun was stolen should be a big deal to them. Well, you guys will be shocked to hear I didn't see this story at all on any of those outlets front front pages. I didn't see the big update that the gun that started this whole thing was freaking stolen. I didn't see that, which is, of course, if you guys watched Friday's episode, was exactly what I said would happen that day. Watch. I don't know. I just wonder if I think we have a. a, Yeah, there's a picture of the suspects in custody. And I don't know. Something tells me that it's just going to kind of go away. I think this is this. The questions will just this one won't won't be at top of the news for a really long time. I don't think so. I don't think we're going to be asking the questions uh, that maybe need to be asked because it might not fit the left's narrative. Put up that the picture of the suspects in custody one more time. Mm. Hmm. Probably Trump supporters. Yeah, my guess. So it's probably the same ones who who uh, got that actor in Chicago with a subway sandwich. Remember that? All <laughs> oh, right, in MAGA country, in MAGA, MAGA country, yep. downtown Chicago, yep. twenty downtown below, Chicago. definitely yeah. MAGA. So country. I'm thinking we won't hear much more about that. Doesn't fit the narrative. 
Black males committing gun violence? Poof. Disappeared from the headlines. Black on black violence? If they cared about that, they'd bother reporting on what's going on in the streets of Chicago every weekend. But now we have the trifecta of unmentionable things here with this particular shooting in that we now know that the gun was stolen. Oh, no, we can't talk about that. We can't talk about that because, you know, that's what makes the calls for gun control after such an event so asinine. It's exactly what they go to every time. You, you can't talk about societal problems. You can't talk about cultural problems. You can't talk about our mental health community making people more mentally ill rather than less. You can't talk about the fact that uh, people used to drive to school, to their high school, with rifles in the back of their pickup trucks, and we didn't have this type of thing occurring. You can't talk about any of the major reasons this type of thing keeps happening. We're just supposed to just jump straight to gun control is the answer. We need stricter laws. You cannot. Let me just tell you. <laughs> you cannot make a criminal follow laws. That's inherently what makes them a criminal. You can't make something illegal more illegaler and like, so, oh, problem. you know what? That's all we needed to do. We just make it more illegaler and then we solve the problem. I, I don't know if the left realizes this. Murder is already a crime. It's, it's, it's already a crime. Having a stolen firearm, already a crime. And yet these things keep happening. But the left really, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I mean, I've realized this for a while, but it's happening with like continued persistence that they have no problem pushing to render you and I defenseless while they breed this type of crime happening in the streets with almost seemingly almost all of their policies now. They've got no cash bail policies. A criminal commits a violent assault, rape, anything, and they can't afford bail. No problem. We'll just let them right out to reoffend. And that's happening. We're seeing stories over and over again of these people, these violent offenders who are going in, they're getting charged, they're being released, and what do they do? They go right back out and re-offend. Oh, and by the way, they're not done there. They're also putting radical leftist DAs in charge who, you know, will probably just end up dropping the charges later anyway. How about the millions of unvetted strangers pouring into our country committing crimes? How about that? Is that, does that make you feel more safe or less safe? Should I mention the amount of times, by the way, a mass shooting has happened? And later we hear the reoccurring line. He was on the FBI watch list. Oh, okay. So the process they control, the process they run, they aren't even running correctly. And it's all making us less safe. And yet they always seem to want to jump to removing our guns. Now, to reiterate my point, here's how stupid this gets, okay? There was another shooting a few days after the Kansas City shooting in Minnesota where a man opened fire and killed two police officers and an EMT before killing himself. More calls for gun control. More calls to give us less of an ability to protect ourselves. Well, turns out uh, this is going to be really inconvenient to their narrative. The guy was already prohibited from owning firearms because of a previous assault with a deadly weapon conviction. And he even this guy even went back and petitioned the courts in 2019 to restore his firearm rights. And he was denied at that point, too. Yet he still managed to get a gun because newsflash criminals are gonna criminal. OK, that's why they're called criminals. And yet, <laughs> The Giffords Institute tweeted out, 
The man suspected of killing two police officers and an EMS responder while holding seven children hostage in Minnesota this weekend was barred from having firearms. Weak gun laws fuel illegal gun trafficking and they make us all less safe. Am I the only one who feels like I'm in the twilight zone right now? Like, they just admitted that it was already illegal for him to obtain the firearm and yet, as a criminal... He managed to get one anyway. But the answer to that is that we make it super duper duper illegal or wow. Well, we haven't tried that. We don't know. It might work. Then maybe once we add the extra supers and then the dupers to go along with that, and then we make it double or even triple illegaler, the criminals might stop and go, whoa, no. I can't. That's too far. I, I can't do that anymore. I was uh, I was on board with it being illegal. But now that you've made it super duper double triple illegaler, I, can't, I just can't commit it. I can't commit the crime. Like, how stupid can you be that that is the conclusion that you come to? So we have a government who has shown themselves to be either too damn dumb or too damn evil to protect us. And their answer is for us to give up less control of our own fate and instead give it to them while also watching their countless failures that they have on the books. Yeah, no thanks. I'm going to pass on that. Nah, pass. You know, it's like clockwork with these people. They couldn't contort the facts well enough to blame it on Trump or, you know, tie Trump to white supremacy or any of the buzzwords. They couldn't call these people uh, neo-Nazis because they were all, in this case, black. They can't blame the gun laws Because the gun laws are already in place, although that didn't stop them from trying anyway. So since they don't have anything else to blame that they're willing to admit to, it just disappears. Convenient. Very convenient. Um, By the way, I would like to take this time to remind everyone of the terrible tragedy that occurred when I lost all of my guns in a cliff diving accident. Um... You may have some questions about the logistics of like why I would have all of my guns in the cliff diving accident. But I it's look, I don't want to it's a really long story. I don't I don't want to get it. it I, actually, it um, I have PTSD from it, so I, I don't want to relive the day. But I can very confidently tell you uh, anyone else who may be listening that I. I lost all of them and I don't I don't have any guns for in case anyone was wondering. All right. So Donald Trump has dropped a short list of potential VPs. I can't wait to talk about this. I'm going to bring the panel in to discuss when we return. All right. I want to thank our sponsor, Patriot Mobile. So um, for like, I think it's been over a decade that Patriot Mobile has been America's only Christian conservative wireless provider. And um, they not only are going to give you nationwide coverage, they have all three major networks now. So you can pick which one you want and you're going to get the same coverage that you're accustomed to. But what is so great about Patriot Mobile is that you're not going to fund the left because if you're still with Big Mobile, 
you're actually a portion of your bill they're taking and they're donating it to like all of these causes that you're fighting against, like uh, causes that are working to enact more gun control, causes that are, you know, support Planned Parenthood. And instead, what Patriot Mobile is going to do is they're going to they're going to use that very same tactic of donating money, but they're going to do it for causes that you actually are fighting for. They're going to support religious freedom. They're going to support free speech, the sanctity of life, the Second Amendment. And they have been instrumental. Thank you, Glenn Story, the CEO over there, instrumental in flipping some school boards uh, locally to make sure that we have conservative fighters on our school boards protecting children from pornographic material. So um, I very highly suggest that you go check them out. It's a very, very easy decision to make. You can keep your number. You can get a new one. You can keep your phone. You can get a new one. Just go check them out over at patriotmobile.com slash Sarah. You will get free activation when you use the offer code Sarah. That is patriotmobile.com slash Sarah. I want to bring on these two chuckleheads over here. Uh, Matt Marsden, <laughs> Blaze TV contributor and actor and producer extraordinaire, along with Jason Buttrell, chief researcher of the Glenn Beck program. Um, this is going to be a fun one. Mm. It always yeah. is. Always, yeah. We always say, we're like, man, if you guys just heard the off-air uh, commentary... I feel like that, honestly, that probably should just be the podcast. It's just the I think you could stuff. roll on that. We just wouldn't be able to air any of it. Yeah. <laughs> or just like, a beep or well, something. Well, you could air one and then my career would be over. Yeah. So, but we could air just the one and it'd be really fun. It'd be amazing. Yeah, it'd be like that, you know, when you get like stuff back. I don't know if you know this, but when they got um, stuff about Tesla, I don't know if you've seen that. Like, if you want to get the stuff about Nikolai Tesla, everything's like redacted. Mm. So it'd be the same as that. It'd just be like, boo, yeah. boo, 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 boo. And Jason then going, and I'll tell you, boo, 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 boo. It'd be all just the whole thing you guys would be will never out. believe this. Black, yeah. black, 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 black. <laughs> um, so, okay. So Donald Trump uh, discussed a short list of potential uh, VP candidates during this town hall event, I think it was yesterday. And I want to I want to name them and then I want to get your thoughts on them, guys. So it's, of course, Governor Ron DeSantis from Florida, uh, Vivek Ramaswamy, uh, South Carolina Senator Tim Scott, uh, South Dakota Governor Kristi Noem, Florida Republican Byron Donalds. He is a uh, representative and mm. former Democrat Congresswoman Tulsi Gabbard. <laughs> <laughs> so to... to Hold on. It's Jason's, <laughs> I, I'm watching Jason in my peripheral and like I, I'm seeing his very visceral reaction to every name that I have read there. So he did say that uh, it was important uh, to select a running mate who can connect with voters and possess common sense. And um, so that is what he said. Here's a little bit more uh, from Trump. Watch. One thing that always surprises me is that the VP choice has absolutely no impact it's whoever the president is. It just seems uh, I remember when Sarah Palin was actually picked and she did have a big up and then uh, they just went after her at a level that nobody's seen. The Republicans themselves went after what they did. But you'll be a one term president because you've already served. Yeah. So you can only serve for one term, although they say you'll never leave office. I assume uh, yeah, that you'll never leave. There'll never be an ele another say, election. Don't again. do it. He'll never leave. He's yeah. never going. Oh, these people. Um, so for that reason, it is important <laughs> so, who, you're, who you So pick. I think it's very important. But look, first is that, as we said, it has to you know, do with whoever is, you know, it's a very important position for that reason. Uh, you All would right. like to get somebody that could help you from the voter standpoint. OK, and I was, I, what I want to hear is Matt Marsden's. Uh, it's, uh, <laughs> 
He does that. He does it every time, right? Doesn't he? He's like, didn't you kind of miss it? I mean, I, I've missed nuts. Oh, yeah. I do miss it. I do miss it a lot. Great ups. Yes, yeah, great ups. I was just. Great, great downs. Oh, my God. That one was good. Great downs and then great ups. But you know, it's all about me. <laughs> what do you think? What do you think? I, um, I, that was good. That was good. I see, I, oh, thank you very much. I see why they uh, they pay you the big bucks to be an actor. Yes, yes. I so I was talking to um, some folks out in Marshall, Texas, and I was I was talking about like I actually what I miss also to your point, Jason. I miss the uh, Nancy Pelosi as speaker and Donald Trump wars where yeah. she would go out and do a press conference like every day and she'd be like, Donald Trump is a threat to democracy. He is the worst. And she's like got like her vodka cup sitting here and she's already drunk and nobody can understand her. And then you have Trump where he's just like, he just totally blasts her. I really miss that. I do too. And her eyebrows are suspiciously rising higher and higher and higher. Her like face if I was is falling Pelosi, off. You would see them. They'd be right here. Like yeah. In my head. Her, right, te- her right teeth there. are coming out. They're like falling out. I, just, I, do, I do have a little bit of nostalgia yeah. about those days. Um, so I want to, to throw up this poll that I posted on Twitter because I wanted to hear from, from you guys out there. Uh, I couldn't, they only allow you to pick four choices. So I couldn't include, include all of them. But I did put up DeSantis, Noam, Vivek, and Tulsi. And Vivek's running away with it at 50%. There's still like a, a many hours left in the poll. But Tulsi Gabbard at 20%. Amazing. More than what? DeSantis. More That's than crazy. DeSantis. DeSantis at 17% yeah. and Christy Nome at uh, 13%. Which, so, can I get this started? So please. to me, that we are in such a cult of personality uh, mm-hmm. era in politics where policy doesn't really matter. It's like the personality, how that resonates, mm-hmm. um, which is kind of scary to me. Tulsi, and the reason that Tulsi Gabbard got 20% over an actual conservative with a proven track record of Ron DeSantis is terrifying. terrifying. That, 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 well, it's just insane. Um, if, if you're going to get a VP and it's just based off of completely, you know, the ability to destroy the left and track record, you vote 100% for, for Ron DeSantis. Mm-hmm. If you're voting for the most smartest man in the room that's got amazing ideas and maybe who he you voting for. He doesn't say most smartest because he knows that that's not grammatically correct. Go that's ahead. correct. Did I say that? You said yeah. most smartest. See, the, the, you, you, I'm glad you caught that because I was <laughs> waiting to see if someone would catch that. Yeah. Um, you would vote for uh, Vivek because I love his ideas. He's, he's a, probably the smartest person in the room. Um, I, I would vote for him. I'm surprised you didn't put Biden Aaron Donald's up there. That guy's an. I only had four star. spots. Yeah, he's great. Yeah, he he, he's really great. Donald's is amazing. Tim Scott, I, I cannot forgive him for giving into the left on the whole police is racist thing and leading that charge to get that reform done. So that he's he was dead to me at he's that. He's also point. just too goofy. He was his whole run. He was so goofy and contrived, and just it all seemed like fake and played up for the cameras. Yeah. And I just didn't feel like we were getting the real deal. I could see, I could see a spot for Tulsi Gabbard in a Donald Trump administration. I would see it more along the lines of State Department or you know DOD, something along those lines. I could see her making a difference there. With her, she has more of a libertarian ish, mm-hmm. you know you know, stance on foreign policy and, and the military. So I could see that and I'd be willing to accept that. But if she has anything at all to do with policy, as far as like for this administration and conservative policy, no, she, she ran uh, Bernie Sanders' campaign for a, a while. Bernie bro. She is not a conservative. Right. She has some parallel ideas that we can agree with. Mm-hmm. She's sane in a lot more areas, mm-hmm. but hell no mm-hmm. in any kind of policy position. No. Right. Yeah. It's that one. Really, I, I honestly, I was shocked to see that on that poll. Well, I think that part of the issue is, I mean, you, you're looking at X 
Right. And as you know, we've spoken about this. I, I've, I keep going on. I keep going on on X, the artist formerly known as Twitter or whatever <laughs> it is. That there's, this, there's a battle right now between the DeSantis supporters and the Trump supporters. And if what, what I keep saying is, listen, there's going to be one nominee, right? It is Trump. It's going to be Trump. And you've got a bunch of people. Now, I don't know whether they truly are DeSantis supporters because there's a bunch of people out there like, okay, we, won the, we lost the nomination. He won. So I'm all in on Trump, right? Which there's a bunch of people that we know. Like. Trump is obviously leaps and bounds better than Joe Biden. He clearly is. I mean, even today, I think they just said, Fox just said that there's 7.2 million people coming over, uh, have come over over the past three years. On that alone, that's it. It's over. Like you, I mean, for me, I'm almost a one-issue voter, which is immigration. Like you got to stop it because this is ridiculous. But I think that that poll is reflective of that because you've got people that are looking now and saying, I don't want Ron DeSantis. And it's not about Ron DeSantis. It's about the people that are going out there going, screw Trump, we don't want Trump, we'll never vote for Trump. So what's happening is that there's this reaction, right? It's a visceral reaction. And I don't know if it's the Democrats like funding a bunch of people online. I don't know. I've had a lot of people say that to me. But for me, the sensible move would be Ron DeSantis to come in as vice president because, and then, you know, to bring the whole party together. And then he carries on after Trump after the Trump administration, he goes on at 2028. Because here's the thing, there's not going to be an election. into it. I, I genuinely believe that this is it. If we do not win this next election, I think we're in really deep... Oh, no question. Shit. Yeah. Where is it? There's no swear jar in it. Darn it. Okay, all right. I, you know, I, I, I get the people that are were just pissed at DeSantis. I actually get it. They were diehard Trump, and they were pissed at DeSantis for coming out and running against him. Because... People were pissed. Like the 2020 election angered people, like and rightfully so. They're, they're pissed off. Then you know how many years? So now it's three plus years of them raiding his home. Uh, you know what? Three hundred fifty million dollars, and now they're saying that uh, you know if he doesn't pay it back, they're going to start seizing his buildings. I mean, this scary. What's going on in the country right now? And people are just like, screw it. I mean, he is being bullied. I don't like bullies. Let's have him in. So someone that was like stepping in to say, well, you know, I'll run against you in the primary pissed a lot of people off because for them, there was no other choice. There was a loyalty thing. And yeah, but I don't I, think I there should be a loyalty. Oh, thing. I don't agree with it, I, but I understand it. I understand the anger for it. If, if I'm, I would say is. I just think it's misplaced anger. I, no, I agree. Yeah, I agree. But I think that having DeSantis as the vice president would be great because he would keep that exposure and it would be great for him for the election afterwards mm -hmm. for him to slide in and run for president. I think it would be amazing for that way. On the flip side, I would love to see ideas from Vivek with a direct line, you know, into Donald Trump's office. I would love to see that. Yeah. So I, I see a, I see it as a win-win either way. I really don't care either way. The exposure for DeSantis so he can move in and the brain and ide new ideas from Vivek directly into Donald I just want Vivek, I want Vivek involved. I just feel like VP is not the right, is well, not the right move. Because then you're looking at the next election, right? Because normally people will say, well, the vice president will then go on to be the mm -hmm. next president normally. That's what they would say. Mm -hmm. I, I want Vivek as like press secretary. Oh, he would be, would be just epic. Incredible. See, I think it would be epic, but I think it's a waste of him, though. Yeah, that's true. Because, you know, that's like, I, I want him to think of new ways on how we can, you know. Can he be a press secretary and also hold like a cabinet position? <laughs> yeah, dual role. Yeah. I think he'd handle it. <laughs> 
I think oh, of course he could do both of them in his sleep. I'm sure. But I just the only I can't think of another place to put him. That's like the that's why I kind of default to VP because I just yeah. don't know where else to put him. So you guys both you guys both agreed DeSantis would be your pick. Uh, that, that would be a yeah. power power couple. I, I agree. Uh, it it concerns me because I've seen a lot of people online like they will be very mad at Ron DeSantis if he takes that. I just saw shot. someone say. I'm done with Ron DeSantis if he does this. Like, this isn't about the personalities. This is about the United States of America. And I'm sorry. I am sick to death of seeing people say, I'm doing this on principle. I am principle. You're principled against Joe Biden? What is wrong with you? I don't understand this. Like, they, they are, like I say, there are immigrants flooding across the, the border. They're, they are transing your kids. They're literally mutilating the genitals of your kids. And you're going to play this like I'm principled? It is utter bullshit. Yeah, look, look at it this way along that along what you're Absolutely saying right if you say okay if donald if if you know how joe biden put harris as like the the border czar you know or like things like that just imagine if donald trump de delegated the border to ron DeSantis. Oh. is there any freaking doubt in your mind he is not solving that Right. No. Or if he said, I'm putting Ron DeSantis into looking into what, how all of these pornographic materials are getting into our uh, schools and this, you know, ridiculous, tra you know, LGBT community and what they're doing and how oppressive they are. Ron DeSantis is going to lead that for me. Boom. Right. He is going to handle it. And not only that, but he is going to destroy the opposition in the route to handle it. It would be amazing. There's just think of it that way. Yeah. It's done and done. It's the best thing for the country. At the end of the day, it is the best thing for the country. And look, what did Ron DeSantis do? The moment he dropped out, he went, I'm back in Trump. Yes. Right? Because he's a patriot. He's a really good man. And, and here's the thing. Guys, you can, you really can like Ron DeSantis and understand that this is not his time and that Trump is the nominee. Yeah. Right? And as you said, Jason, when the, the, I had not, I was on the, I was on the uh, fence about whether I was going to go for Trump or DeSantis. And when they went after him again, and well, I'm sorry, it's the truth. He ran a terrible campaign. Mm -hmm. His campaign was terrible. Ron DeSantis' campaign was terrible. Yeah. But when they went after Trump, I'm like, hey, listen, he really is in between all of us, right? He really is the guy. So what are you going to do? I'm, I'm, I don't have $5 billion, right, to, as a buffer for me, right? Can I do one more thing? Real quick. So... I kind of look at it when Goldwater defeated Reagan for the nomination way back in the day. Like that was kind of disappointing for a lot of people that really loved Reagan. He was up and coming, but it was Goldwater's time at that point. Very, very similar now. Mm -hmm. They both, and they both supported each other. It's just like what you said. It's not exactly DeSantis' time now, but look at it like that. He could be great if we set him up to be, you know, to be when it is his time. It's Trump's time now. But his time could be amazing. Yeah, I totally agree. And by the way, for all of the the DeSantis supporters, just to, when you said it's what's best for the country, at this point, like there's no argument. Trump is winning. Trump is going to be the nominee, right? We so love at DeSantis. This point, we at all this love point, him. Right, right. We all think right. he's a rock wanna, star. Yes, yes, yes. I attended his inauguration in Florida. I like, I love the guy. So, but it's just like, you can't argue that Joe Biden would be better than a Trump DeSantis ticket. Like there's just, you cannot convince me of that. All right. We've got to, um, we got to take a quick break. And then when we come back, I want to talk about, uh, what Hunter Biden's attorneys suggested. It's amazing. <laughs> those lines that you saw of cocaine. No, no. That wasn't cocaine. We'll get into that. You will not believe what they say after the break. First, we want to thank uh, our sponsor, uh, Craft Company. So after you have, you know, tried all of these big brand name liquors, you realize what's missing, the personal touch. Small batch spirits are the only way to enjoy the finest libations the USA has to offer. And I 
might I just say, I am a libations expert. <laughs> now, I, I gave myself the title, but I am a libations expert. And I love the American-made spirits from Coppercraft Distillery. They've got award-winning black label straight bourbon whiskey. Um, it's made along Michigan's manufacturing coast where, you know, all of these entrepreneurs have created quality goods and exported their their handiwork across the nation. This is no different than that. Uh, you've got those people over there that have given us such a rich heritage, providing, proving that craft and time yield incredible results. The same is true for Incredible Whiskey. All right. They artfully source and blend the finest ingredients to create premium small batch whiskeys with rich, smooth flavor. I'm just going to say it's awesome whiskey and you should try it. Birthday, I don't know. I know they want. Up, yeah, so is great. Mine. Just saying great. Well, you're, you want me to get. I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm telling your wives. Go to <laughs> coppercraftdistillery.com. Use promo code Sarah for some savings. It is coppercraftdistillery.com. Promo code Sarah. So attorneys for Hunter Biden uh, are now saying that, you know, I mean, we're, Hunter Biden is facing these felony gun charges because he was lying on his application whenever um, he filled out the application to purchase the firearm. He said that he was not, you know, a crack addict. He was not a drug user. He was not any of these things. And, you know, I mean, it turns out that he was actively using drugs when that form was filled out according to metadata from his phone because the guy can't go 10 seconds without recording himself doing something uh, illegal or just naked. So his, his whole life is on this phone. All right. And we've seen plenty of evidence to show that this guy was definitely on drugs at this time. But now they're saying that one of the photos used as evidence, um, it was sawdust, not cocaine. And so they said, look, it's that's not it's just sawdust. All right. And he actually like this was a carpenter who sent the picture to Hunter and that Hunter was trying to use it as like a look lines of sawdust sent to me by my carpenter who was a coke addict because we all can recover. And I guess the way that you recover from that horrible addiction is to make lines of sawdust to pretend that it's cocaine and then send it. And by the way, don't worry about all of the other pictures that you've seen of Hunter Biden smoking crack, of Hunter Biden doing cocaine, of Hunter Biden doing all these. Don't worry about all of those. Those That was actually just sawdust too. Now, the man did apparently snort Parmesan cheese. So... <laughs> <laughs> Anything's possible, I guess. It does. I mean, it does. It looks like sawdust. But 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 they want to tell you, like, no, you've got this all wrong. He wasn't actually a drug addict. He didn't do anything wrong. One of my favorite parts of that was they it said in the uh, in their statement that they had experts come out and analyze it, and they confirmed also that this is sawdust. Like, what kind of is it? A sawdust expert, or is it a cocaine <laughs> expert, or is it both? Like, is there some like niche, you know? profession out there that looks at both of those cocaine dash sawdust expert <laughs> yeah. rex 
Rex Tiller. It's so ridiculous. What is that report? Because we did a show on this. There was a gigantic report that some PAC did where they compiled all the text messages and that all the crimes committed by Hunter Biden that are cataloged in the, the, the laptop. And they are insane. During this time, it's like, oh, yeah, this date, you know, Hunter calls drug dealer. Yeah. Uh, two seconds later, Hunter uh, gets three prostitutes. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, know, four, you know, 45 minutes later, goes to pick up drugs. And this is every single day. It's actually pretty impressive. Like, I, like, I, I don't know how he ingests that much drugs and gets with that many prostitutes all in with like a 12-hour period. It's pretty nuts. And here's the thing. All we hear about all the time... Jason's just admiring. I, I mean, Jason's like, oh, well, I kind of feel like applauding him. Like, <laughs> At a certain well point, done. you kind of have to. Well, like, dude, your capacity is kind of amazing, <laughs> yeah, really. I don't agree with it, but it's amazing. You know, yeah, I'm kind of impressed. <laughs> we don't know what his performance was like, to be fair. Okay? <laughs> this is true. But, but here's the thing. Look, we hear all the time about Donald Trump, his compromise, his compromise with Russia, his compromise with this. This is a giant issue for the president of the United States because if you were going to lo- if you're going to look for a soft point, right? If you were an enemy of the United States, who are you going to go for? You're going to go for his son. Clearly, clearly that's an opportunity for blackmail. Clearly it's not I mean, I do I do not understand how he continually gets a pass. And maybe you won't. Maybe when they decide that they've got to get rid of the old man, that they're actually going to throw the book at him because, you know, as we know, nothing ever happens to anyone in politics that is corrupt. I mean, nobody seems to ever go to jail, certainly on the Democrat side. Yeah. So, I mean, it's a huge indicator of the, the two-tier justice system we have. I mean, it is shocking absolutely i mean i'm old enough to remember when the media made a big deal about george w bush's daughters and mm. talking about how they look like they were partying a little too hard wow that's a college i totally forgot that that even happened that was a scandal like yeah, they had pictures of right. them it was like oh my gosh she's lost control yeah there's literally a crack addict kid <laughs> that probably left some of his stash in the white house but the fbi still hasn't or secret service still hasn't told us that was sawdust about that that was also sawdust that was, sawdust. That was yeah. a joke all of all of these all of these uh Events that you mentioned were just sawdust. Yeah. Don't worry. As confirmed by the sawdust cocaine expert. (laughs) I need to find that number just in case. You never know. It's like having a lawyer. You should just have one just in case. It's it's just like what a bizarre. I mean, um, uh, look, again, like uh, maybe that one was sawdust. But like you do realize that we've seen this man on camera smoking crack in a float tub naked. Like he, like he literally, oh, no. he, yeah, I, Sorry. it's among one of the top things that I wish I had never seen in my life, but I can't unsee it now. It's like, we have all of this loads and loads of evidence from this man on his own phone showing that he was using drugs. And they're like, yeah, but that one picture was sawdust. I mean, it's just so, it's like, it's, you feel so gaslit yeah, of just massive like. massive gaslighting. Isn't yes. It? We, like, we all know he's guilty. So are you going to prosecute him? Are you going to actually follow through with consequences or not? I would probably say not. Speaking of corrupt people, uh, his daddy, Hunter Biden's daddy, Joe Biden, according to the 2024 edition of the Quadrennial Presidential Greatness Project Expert Survey, ranked among the top third of United States presidents at number 14. Now, mind you, this was ahead of Ronald Reagan (laughs) and tied with John Adams. 
And just to kind of go through some of the top spots here, okay, the top three presidents, Abraham Lincoln at number one, uh, Franklin D. Roosevelt. Of course. At number two. Yep, yep, yep. And George Washington at number three. Uh, Wilson, Biden is ahead of Wilson. I will say that. Um, and former President Obama was ranked number seven, uh, eight spots higher than when they were polled last year. And just take a wild guess at which spot Trump was. Uh, dead last. Yes, mm-hmm. correct. Oh, amazing. Yep. Amazing. Yep. Don't you love that revisionist history? Yeah. Don't ju- so. But I'm sure that 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 their uh, explanation would be like COVID. What What's the cr- now? Nah, look, look at all the jobs we lost. Look at all the because you know all the states were shutting down. But, but that's easily a bullcrap figure. Like it doesn't matter. Nothing not, disputed. It already matter. been checked. It doesn't matter. None of it matters. They just keep saying it. They're yes. Say it and say it. They're and just going to revise history and say Joe Biden has been a great president. It's what you hear them saying. They're trotting out onto MSNBC and CNN and all of these, you know, morning shows to just be like, well, we've seen the results of a Joe Biden presidency. Well, I mean, you know, no, no one should question his mental competency. We've seen him. And the economy's great. Yes. Even though you go and you look at your electricity bill and go, oh, hang on a minute. My electricity bill has doubled over the past three years. Yeah. Absolutely doubled. Really? Yeah, I just had a, an electricity bill for like $700. It used to be 250 to like $300. And I was like, what the hell happened? And there was nothing that I could tell that should have made it that way, that we didn't wow. change our usage at all. That, these little things that people just, they think that we're stupid, I guess, over these things. And and Biden will like stand up there and Kareem Jean-Pierre and just say, oh yeah, American families, you know, are- Greatest economy. Greatest, Greatest economy. economy ever. Everything's going great. They Greatest economy. Dumb, I guess? Yeah, I think they do. I think they do think that, that we're that dumb. Greatest economy, uh, the failure in Afghanistan, uh, the inflation rates- the people pouring across the, the criminals and potential terrorists pouring across the southern border. Um, we've we've got global wars going on. Um, I really think that their entire voting base that they're speaking to are like like kind of like Gen Z that because the, they're giving the, the even the, even just still not too long ago they just forgave another how many billions of dollars in student loan debt even though the Supreme Court said they couldn't do it they're yeah. just still yep. doing it anyway. Yep. But that's the people they're targeting the people that really don't probably don't feel the pain they're living with their parents still. They're not paying rent. They're probably not paying for their own car. Mm. They're not paying for their own food. They don't know. So continue to just lie straight at them. And they're like, yeah, well, things are great. The, the, other, the other issue is, though, is that, um, and you see this a lot. This is, again, talking about social media. People just say, well, you know, Trump can't win. Trump can't win. It's laziness. Mm-hmm. We have a, and it's, it's our generation. It's like, well, the Gen X, actually, that are kind of not only lazy, but also the other side of things is Gen X is working their asses off to provide for their family. So they're kind of engaged so that you've got two separate things going on. You've got being really, really super engaged and having to work, having to work. So you don't have time to go and get involved in the politics or being super lazy because you live in Texas and you think this is always, always, always going to be red and it's not. And, and what they have is they have groups of people that are absolutely like what they're saying about in New York now that they're going to give all this money to illegal immigrants coming in. That's a whole voting block. You, you're forgiving student loans. That's a whole voting block. They're, they're transferring all this money out to the people that are going to eventually vote for them. And we don't get it. We just, we don't play the same game as them, which should be, you know what, guys, just for a little while, you've got to focus on one thing and that is politics. You have to, you have to get out and vote. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I would just like to state for the record, I feel very personally attacked because I am actually a millennial. 
Are you really? And you thought really? that I was a gen. What do you mean, really? No, I, I can see that, but you are cool. Stop trying to age me up. No, you can, no, I'm an cool. older millennial. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. yeah, yeah. So, so you're in the gang. Age, so. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I'll be an honorary. Me. Can I be an honorary Gen Xer? I don't know now. <laughs> you're not sure about that. I was just having this conversation. It's actually very, very interesting because, yeah, Gen Xers, well, half the table. I said real quick, Jason. I can't. But Gen Xers, we, we did work our butts off. You know, like we that was just kind of like how we were brought up. We were like bit latchkey kids. We had to do everything on our own. We did it so well. This is how awesome we are for all the Gen Xers watching. We did it so well that we basically spoiled the next generation. The next couple of generations. You lost. Yeah. That's how awesome we are. Yeah. yeah. You're spoiled. We're not. Yeah. Oh my God, I'm not <laughs> spoiled. I'm one of the good ones. I just felt personally attacked about my age, okay? Um, we gotta we gotta take another quick break, but we wanna thank our sponsor, Fast Growing Trees. So they are actually, Fast Growing Trees, the biggest online nursery in the United States. They've got more than 10,000 different kinds of plants, over 2 million happy customers in the United States. One of them is me, by the way. So regardless of what you wanna grow, you know, lemon, avocado, oil, fig trees, whatever, if you wanna get really adventurous and choose one of those uh, on top of the wide variety of house plants that they have available, you know, your everyday average shrub. They've got it all and they make it very easy to order online. Your plants are shipped directly to your door in one to two days. They've got a 30-day alive and thrive guarantee and they also offer free plant consultation forever, which I love because I typically like anything that I any plant that I get, I just kill. It dies because I'm horrible at it. But Fast Growing Trees has made it really, really easy for us. And you don't have to get your car all dirty. Like, I'm not going to go to Lowe's and, uh, you know, get one something, put it in the back of my car, and then my car has, is full of, like, dirt and mud and all that. Don't do that, okay? Go to fastgrowingtrees.com. Use promo code Sarah, and you will get 15% off. That is 15% off. All right, over at fastgrowingtrees.com slash Sarah. You're going to get another 15% off if you use the promo code Sarah. Go there, fastgrowingtrees.com, promo code Sarah. All right, we're going to talk about uh, things we're not supposed to talk about. So those of you who are on YouTube, I don't know when we're going to lose you, but um, the University of Sussex Hospitals, this one's for you, Matt, mm -hmm. NHS Trust, which supervises numerous hospitals over there in the UK, issued a letter claiming that milk produced by biological men, with, of course, the aid of ingested hormones, is as good for babies as breast milk from their mothers. They were also uh, one of the first to use the terms like chest feeding and birthing parent. And they said that the term human milk, which they called the ideal food for infants, is meant to be neutral and is not gender biased. Yes, so they said they had a five-month scientific study, very, very sciencey, very scientific, which measured infant milk testosterone concentrations and found no observable infant side effects on babies of lactating transgender women. <clears throat> I would just like to throw in this uh, letter from 2017 in Queer Magazine about a man who is a transgender, lives as a transgender woman, uh, who detailed his breastfeeding experience with his own baby. And um, I want to read the uh, let's let's throw that up here because I need to be able to read it. Yeah. Um, he's talking about the chemical cascade that ran through his body whenever he breastfed his baby. Imagine the most electric thing a partner has ever done to you. Then multiply it by 10. I could feel my brain rewiring, creating pathways that would permanently connect me to my child. And yeah, I kind of got got off on it. Don't judge. Oh, my gosh. This is how sick these people are. This is how mentally psychotic these people are 
that you're going to have a hospital agency tell you that men's lactating from hormones milk is better than how God created it to be. It's just completely insane. Trust the science. Trust the science. We did this, this. This study was super sciencey, and just trust it, and just let these sick men, these pedophilic men, put a baby up to their nipple and pretend to nurse it, and not throw him in prison, and not give him the death penalty. I I just don't even know how we how we come down from this. Those are the, probably the same people that will absolutely say you really shouldn't use baby formula because it's just not as good for the baby. Or they'll say oh, it literally is those those same people. And, and and they'll be like, oh, and you just can't shop anywhere but Whole Foods because if anything is you know any kind of hormones or whatever injected into that meat or whatever mm-hmm. or whatever, mm-hmm. you, you cannot have that. That's just bad for your body. But we can inject hormones into men so they can lactate and then you can feed your baby. That's perfectly fine. And where are the feminists on this? I mean, where are the feminists saying, hang on a second? Because the most precious thing that a woman can do is have a child, right? Right. I mean, that is the the most precious thing a woman can do. Feminists have been absent between sports and this. Where the hell are the feminists? They're complete frauds. That's what it it, it was an absolute, it's a fraudulent movement. It's utter bullshit. They should be out in the streets saying this is is evil. Let's call it what it is. It's evil. And by the way, Sarah, this is the NHS. Mm -hmm. The British people paid for this. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter whether or not you agree with it. You are still paying for it. Now, where's that money? Where, Where could that money have gone? Instead, in a system that is breaking down. So between these ridiculous um, science experiments, which it's, it's like Frankenstein, it's, it's evil, right? Between that and the cascade and influx of refugee, refugees that are coming into the country that are just going in and they're, they're going through the, the system. I know this because my family are over there and they have to wait months and months and months and months and months to get treatment. Mm-hmm. It is absurd. And by the way, I want to thank everyone who went out there when I was completely against Obamacare and started to tell me how it was in the UK on universal healthcare. This is what's going to happen here if you get that. I think the system is broken, right? But having universal healthcare is not the way. And I just want to make this one point. They're blaming now Andy Wakefield for the measles outbreak. It's got nothing to do with this bullshit that they're doing, that they're saying a man can breastfeed. Mm -hmm. And people are going, hang on a second, we don't trust you guys anymore. We don't trust what you have to say to us about medicine. That COVID, they're gaslighting us. It's over. The medical profession is not... Do you remember when they used to say, oh, you got to go. If you want someone to sign for this, I don't know if it's like this over in in America, but they'd say, you have to have a policeman sign or a doctor because they're persons of standing in the community. No more. Not anymore. No more. Not in the medical community. Wakefield was right. Uh, Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, and I mean... I just want to, for those of you who have never had kids, like this, this is how it works. A woman, I know we got to go in a second. A woman has a child and then your body like naturally knows what nutrients this baby needs. And your body develops like a certain type of milk based on your baby's needs. That like that, that is it that a man's body cannot do that just because he's taking hormones. Like it's just absurd to think the idea that this hormone concocted and what the hell are the results going to be of the baby for having to ingest all of this. Remember when they said that um, babies could uh, nurse after the COVID vaccine? That didn't turn out to be true. I mean, this whole thing, they're all 
fucking frauds, the whole lot of them, and the things that deserve to be done to them. I, I don't even have time to go into, uh, in the words of my friend Steve Dace, after a fair trial, of course. We got to take a break. We'll be right back. Uh, for all of those saying Joe Biden would be the same as Donald Trump, uh, checking in on Joe Biden. Do whatever the hell they want. Blue screen of death. Blue screen of death. Reboot. Yes. Reboot. Reboot. Unplug it. Reboot. Reboot. We'll get back in. Almost got it plugged back in. Nearly. Please, just vote. Please. Don't make us stuck with another four years of that. Please. The guy needs to go home. He doesn't have much time left. <laughs> Stream and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.